All right, all right. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda, and I am doing a solo show today. Uh, Dr. Linda is actually traveling. She is uh, unable to join us today. And we did have a guest. I have been kind of back backstage waiting to see if our guest uh, was able to connect. And unfortunately, I did not hear back. So I will be sharing some of the information myself. I do apologize for the delay today. I understand and I know that we are running a little bit behind schedule. I was backstage kind of waiting to see if we were going to be able to connect with our guest, uh, Carolina, and that was not possible. However, I did want to go live and share some of these um, strategies about how to deal with stress in a healthy way, which was our topic for today. And I do have a lot of strategies that I utilize. I have a lot of strategies that I share with a lot of people that I'm in contact with. And I do want to share a lot of those strategies with you all today uh, because it is very easy to take the, the easy route, quote unquote, and uh, cope with emotions and cope with situations, challenging situations in uh, the way that, quote unquote, makes us feel good at the moment, but it's not necessarily the best way or the healthiest way to cope with challenges in our lives. So how do we deal with stress in a healthy way? When we are going through a challenging time, a challenging situation, when we are having uh, some struggle of some sort, no matter what's going on, whether it's in our personal life, whether it's in our professional life, uh, whether it's with a relationship, whether it's with uh, anything, really, a lot of times we start feeling uh, a lot of negative emotions, anxiety or stress or anger or frustration. And so when those emotions attack us, what they're telling us is there is something going on that we don't like. And so if there is something we don't like, uh, a lot of times we're looking for a, a fix, quote unquote, an easy way or a way for us to feel better. So if we're angry, many times we would lash out, right? Because we feel like anger, it's going to be able to be released in that way. Or if we're anxious, a lot of times people would go to perhaps alcohol or smoking or they would go to um, overeating, or they would go to uh, different strategies, once again, that are not necessarily the healthiest strategies to cope with stress, but in their minds, it's going to help them feel better. A lot of times, if there is something going on as far as like a challenge with health or with uh, a relationship, we would use denial or we would use avoidance. So avoiding the situation altogether or just pretending like it's not even happening or dis distancing ourselves from the situation. So, you know, I, I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to know anything about it. I, I'm just going to distance myself, right? And so uh, these emotions, although they may not seem as unhealthy as the other ones, they are unhealthy in the sense that we're not dealing with what's going on. We're not dealing with the root of the problem. We're not dealing with the, what's making us happen or what make, what's making us feel this way. And therefore, if we're not dealing with something, we're uh, basically kind of just putting it in a, in a ball and we're eating it or we're internalizing it and we're not processing it. And when we're not processing it and we're holding on to the, all these emotions uh, of things that are happening, then over time that can develop into a disease uh, or illness. 
So it is very important that anything that's going on, we are managing and we're dealing with it in a healthy way. We're releasing all of these emotions. We're getting those emotions out of our body so they don't manifest or they don't come up or show up at, at a later time as a disease or illness. And also just so we're not carrying all this extra baggage with us. Imagine how many uh, pounds of baggage you would be able to release if you didn't have to carry around with, with uh, shame or anger or frustration or fear or disappointment or any other emotion from anything that has happened in your past. Imagine how much lighter you would be right now. And so we're carrying all of these emotions and we're because of a uh, lack of coping, lack of dealing with these uh, situations, we're dealing with these emotions, we're internalizing these emotions, we're carrying these emotions around with us. And therefore, over time, we no matter, no, no wonder why we are uh, getting sick, or we're getting tired, or we are just feeling exhausted, we don't want to deal with things anymore. So well, what I'm going to show you today or what I'm going to share with you today is just a few of the different techniques that you can utilize depending on what's going on. So you can start coping or you can start managing challenging situations or challenging uh, days, perhaps in a different way. Now, different situations require different uh, techniques to deal with them. So you can kind of just take what you uh, feel like it's going to help you. You can discard what you don't feel like it's not going to help you. And uh, really just give it a try and see how much better or how much lighter you would feel when you are actually dealing with things in, an, in a healthier way and you're actually releasing those emotions. You're not holding on, but you're releasing those emotions after something happens. Uh, last week, actually, I was talking to uh, Dr. Linda here in the podcast about the death of my brother around uh, New Year's. And that was an emotion, a very heavy emotion that I carried for a couple of years after his passing. And that was a weight that I was carrying because I chose to carry it because I did not want to deal with um, the grief. I didn't want to go through the, the grief. And so I was carrying these emotions of um, anger and sadness and even a little bit of guilt around. And it wasn't until I let go of those emotions that I started to feel his love and I started to feel uh, a, a, even a stronger connection show up in my life. So um, it is important, even if we don't think we're carrying things around, it is important to make sure that we are not internalizing anything negative. Also, I want to share with you guys a quote by one of my favorite people in this world, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. He's no longer living in the world, but he is such an inspiration, has been such an inspiration for me. And he says, it's not the snake, the snake, not the snake, the snake bite that kills you. It is the venom after the snake bites that ends up killing you. So what does this mean? When a snake uh, bites you, right? It, it, the bite itself is not going to kill you ever. The bite itself is just hurts. It uh, probably sucks, but it's not going to kill you. But the venom that the snake releases into your vein, into your blood, it's going to travel all throughout your body and it's, on the, it's going to end up killing you uh, shortly after. So the same thing happens when we are uh, internalizing something negative, when we are not uh, forgiving, when we are not processing things in a healthier way. The situation itself, no matter if it was something with your kids, with your spouse, with your work, with your finances, 
It does not matter. That's the snake bite. Whatever happened is the snake bite. The emotions that you're feeling, the emotions that you continue to feel day after day after day after day, that's the, that's the venom. And so the longer that you have this venom in you, the longer that you're not able to forgive, the longer that you're not able to process these uh, challenges, the longer that you're carrying on with these negative emotions, the longer that this venom is acting within you and eventually it's going to quote unquote kill you, whether it's once again manifesting as a disease or manifesting as an emotional disorder, anxiety or depression, or whether it's affecting you in, in a, a negative way in your life. So Again, I cannot uh, really express the importance of being able to manage in a positive way our challenges. And keep in mind also that every challenge that happens in life, it's teaching us something. So even changing the perception of why is this happening to me to what am I supposed to learn from these? It's a huge thing and every, it's just a change in words, but it's also a change in mindset, right? And so something ch challenging is happening. What am I learning from this? What am I supposed to learn from this? Instead of why, why me, why me? Victim mentality is never going to get us really any, anywhere far in life. And so what can I learn? How can I apply this? How can I make sure that this doesn't happen again? And then I am going to learn from it. I am going to grow and I am going to release and let go. All right. So going about the um, healthiest ways to cope with these negative emotions. And if you guys have any questions or anything, you can uh, put them in the chat. I will be happy to answer any question that I can uh, today. Again, we do not have our guest, our specialist in uh, healthy coping, but I can share with you strategies that I have been able to use in my life and strategies that I actually teach others as well to use in their lives. So one of the uh, techniques is a no-brainer, and that would be physical exercise. So when we're going through something challenging, if you are able to get out there and walk, if you're able to get out there and run, if you're able to do some sort of exercise, it's going to help you feel better. One, it's going to help you forget even temporarily about what's going on, just temporarily. Two, it's going to release endorphins and feel good uh, endorphins that are going to help you cope and raise your vibration, raise your energy, raise your emotions and feel better about what's going on. And it's also going to help over time. If you do it over and over and over again, it's going to help you with your self-esteem and not to mention, it's going to help you get healthier. So physical activity is probably one of the best uh, ways to cope with any challenges. Now, you should not only do it when you are experiencing a challenge. That would be that should be a habit that we can all uh, start incorporating into our lives no matter what. But especially when you're having a challenging situation, if you go to uh, exercise, exercise will help you not just feel better temporarily, but it's going to be a, like, a, a very good habit to form and develop for the rest of your life. Now, the next thing, and that's something that I've been able to use for about two, over two years now, and was probably the most significant skill that I started when I was going through a lot of emotional uh, challenges in my life was meditation. And I've talked about meditation in the past. I cannot really express how much meditation has helped me and continues to help me uh, process and manage and respond to different challenges as they come up in my life. 
So when we are meditating, meditating helps us get into a higher vibration. It helps us raise our awareness. So it, once again, it's not allowing this inner voice uh, dictate what's going on, but us being able to be aware enough to respond in a different way, uh, be able to make better choices. Also, it helps us remain calmer. So not letting that emotion rise uh, and get too crazy, too out of control. It helps us with focus. So there is a, a significant number of benefits to meditation. It is especially important when we are going through a challenge to take some time. And that's why a lot of people say, well, count to 10, right? Count to 10 before you do anything. Count to 10 before you respond, you react. When you experience a challenging situation and you're able to count to 10, you're able to give yourself some time and you are able to even take more time if possible and go immediately into a quiet room and meditate even if it's for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, it doesn't matter how long. You are giving yourself time to not respond, not react, I'm sorry, not react to what's going on at the moment. When emotions are high, when emotions of anger, fear, um, frustration, rage, when any of those emotions are high, our intelligence is low. When emotions are low, so when we're calm, when we're relaxed, when we feel good, intelligence is high. So that's when we want to make our decisions. That's when we want to uh, respond to the challenges that are happening, not when our emotions are very high. So in order for you to give yourself some time so those emotions become lower, so your intelligence becomes higher, so you can make smarter, better decisions, you must give yourself some time. So if you can remember to either count to 10 or go to a quiet room and sit with yourself for a couple of minutes, even if it's two, three, five minutes and breathe and just breathe and quiet your mind for a little bit, for a, for a few minutes, that's going to give you a huge advantage and it's going to allow you to make better decisions and cope with any stressful situation in a much, much healthier way than just reacting um, and perhaps doing things or, or saying certain things that are not going to be of benefit uh, in the long run for you. So that would be a huge one, taking the time. Now, breathing is huge. And we've talked about the benefits of breathing also in past episodes. Breathing is something that we all do. However, it's not something that we all do consciously. Breathing is something that just happens. We don't think about breathing. We don't have to program our breathing. We don't have to, um, you know, do anything with the breathing. It's just something that we automatically do. However, breathing, consciously breathing is something that can help us also calm down. And it can help also quiet the mind uh, a lot more. When we are breathing, depending on how we're breathing, we can either be raising those negative emotions to a very, very high degree, or we can help lower those um, negative emotions so our intelligence goes high and our emotions goes low, go low. When we are breathing out, we are actually activating our parasympathetic nervous system, which is that nervous system uh, part of us that is, uh, that is telling us to relax. When we are breathing, inhaling, when we are breathing in, we are activating our sympathetic nervous system, which is the uh, part of our system, nervous system, that it's like, go, go, go. 
All right, why is this important? If you are in a situation where you feel very stressed out and you take a minute, literally 60 seconds, to consciously breathe in a different way where you are activating your, when you're exhaling longer than you're inhaling. So when you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system more than you're activating your sympathetic nervous system, then you are calming yourself down. Imagine that something as simple as breathing can help us in a significant, significant way. So you can put a timer, 60 seconds, that would be like the equivalent, quote unquote, of counting to 10, right? 60 seconds, that's all it takes. And you're breathing in for four seconds. You're breathing out for eight seconds. You're breathing in for four seconds. You're breathing out for eight seconds. If you want to do it even longer, you can breathe in for four seconds. You can hold your breath for five. You can breathe out for eight. And that is going to help you relax. That is going to help you calm down. That is going to help that voice inside your head to quiet down a little bit, to not give you such bad ideas or, you know, this person did this, so you must go there and you go and scream and attack someone. No, 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 no. Quiet that mind, that mind when we are in a, in a challenging situation that we perceive as dangerous, perhaps, not necessarily dangerous, like something's going to happen to me, but like something did something to me that I didn't like, your mind is in survival. And when your mind is in survival, it's going to give you crazy ideas to quote unquote survive. And so not listening to that voice inside our heads when we are uh, very emotionally um, responding in a very emotional way to something that is happening, that it's negative is so important, so important. We all probably have been in a situation when we said things that we didn't mean or we did things that we did not mean because we were so angry, we were so upset with someone or something at the moment, and then we're later, later, later regretting it. And you're like, I don't even know why I said that, but I said it because I felt it. Well, it's that voice giving you that those ideas, and it's that lack of intelligence at that moment because of the high emotions that is just letting you react in, in that way, and it's not necessarily the best way. It's not necessarily the healthiest way. So those are huge things. The other thing is finding support. Now, finding support is crucial, but it's also finding support of people that are in the same mindset uh, than you. You don't want to uh, have people uh, telling you what you want to hear. You want people telling you what you need to hear, but you also want people that are positive, that are um, committed to you and your well-being, to listen to you and to perhaps, even, even if it's not giving advice, just listen to you. Remember that not everybody has your best interest in mind. Remember that out of everybody that you tell your problems, probably 80% of people are glad that it's not their problem. And 20% of people are probably, or less, are probably interested in what you have to say and your well-being. So who are those people that are in your corner? Who are you, those people that you trust, that you communicate with, that you can vent, that you can open up with? And what kind of interest do they have uh, for you? Is it a good interest or is it a like, hmm, I'm, I'm glad it's happening to this person, right? And so who are those people? Find good support systems of people that are like-minded, that are going to be able to listen to you, to connect with you, and to give you, um, to, to help you raise your vibration, right? For example, huge, huge. If we are upset at, at someone, 
gossiping is such a negative way to cope, right? Because gossiping is lowering our vibration even lower. And so if you are uh, telling your problem to someone who's not necessarily in the same mindset as you are or doesn't have a good uh, awareness level, then that person is just going to gossip back with you and so did this and yes, did that and blah, blah, blah. And so gossiping is just going to continue to lower your emotions. However, if you are talking to someone who's at a different level of mindset and you come uh, very upset and you want to complain about this person, this person is going to help you realize that what you're doing is not healthy and that you need to cope in a different way, that you need to uh, a lo mejor, uh, implement, my Spanish is coming up, implement different uh, alternatives so your um, emotions get higher, not lower. So who are the people in your corner what kind of mindset do they have? What kind of interest do they have? Um, and, and who can you really trust? So that's huge. But support is huge too. So find the support. I'm not saying don't have support. I'm saying it's very important to have support, but have the right support. People that are going to help you get better, not lower your vibration even more. So that's huge. The next one is humor. And so humor is huge because when we are laughing, we are raising our vibration also. And it's very difficult to be laughing and be upset. And so even if it's for two seconds, three seconds, if you find something really, really funny, hilarious, you're laughing and you cannot be laughing, like literally cracking up and be super upset, upset at the same time. Right. And so finding something uh, to be uh, happy about or find humor in situations or listen to, um, you know, a comedian or uh, have someone tell you a joke or look up a joke or a meme or whatever it is, but find humor when you are upset to raise your vibration and, and kind of like break that emotion, negative emotion, even if it's for a little bit. And that pattern interruption, it's going to help you uh, kind of just stop and reevaluate, reassess. No, no, not only that, but humor helps your immune system. It helps you, your health overall. So always, 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 not, not just when you're in a challenging situation or when you need to cope, but in general, just find the humor in things. There is always something to be uh, happy about. There is something to be always a, a motive to be excited or, or laughing or smiling at. And so finding the good in things, finding the happy in things, finding the, the funny uh, or the fun in things. It's always a, a great idea, no matter what. Uh, for me, one of the huge ones, and this is something that I apply up to this moment, is music. So when I am kind of just like fed up or upset or when I'm feeling some sort of negative emotion, I turn on the radio, I put on some music, I put in my speak, my headphones, and I just immerse myself in music. So doing something like that, uh, it, it's huge for me, right? And so also picking up the right music, right? Because if I'm upset and I put this music that is going to make me cry, it's just not going to help me too much, right? But if I put music that is upbeat, music that is uh, uh, happy, music that is uh, that has a nice rhythm, it's almost impossible for me to stay still when I have good music, when I have music that is upbeat, right? And so if I'm upset and I put music, it's going to help me once again, kind of just interrupt that pattern of being super upset. And it's going to give me a reason to just move and be excited or be happy or, or just not be as upset as I was before. So that is huge. 
Uh, reading is also a very good one, especially if you're reading things that are going to help you become better at being yourself. So reading motivational stories, autobiographies, anything like that, that is positive is going to help you. But reading in general is something that you can literally immerse yourself in and trans transport yourself. So when something upset is going on and you grab a good book, you can literally just immerse yourself for a couple of hours in a book and just forget about everything else that is going on. So that's also a big one for me. I've always been a reader. Uh, if you are a reader, you can probably attest to this yourself. But it is a good way for you to um, cope with different things. Now, also, there is a book for almost everything under the planet nowadays. So if you are uh, having a challenge with coping in a positive way, I'm sure there is a book about coping with positive ways, right? Uh, if you're having a challenge about relationships, there is plenty of books that are going to help you navigate relationship challenges in a positive way. If you're having a problem with finances, there is plenty of books out there that are going to help you uh, raise your awareness into finances in a, in a good and positive way. And so for every challenge, there is also a book. And so reading something that is going to help you and it's also going to help you disconnect with that negative emotion, it's, uh, it's huge. I mean, it's bonus, right? Win-win. The next one is nature and nature is also a big one for me. So when something uh, challenging is happening, if you take the time to just connect with nature, if you live near the ocean or if you have a garden or if you can go on a, on a walk by a nature park or if you anything that has to do with nature is huge. Uh, walking barefoot on the grass. Uh, admiring uh, like flowers, uh, the beauty of the flower and knowing the perfection of everything that is here in this moment on this planet, uh, seeing the abundance out there of all the green, the trees, the flowers, the, the grass, everything else. And so being in nature, right? Admiring the animals, the birds, everything else, and see how perfection is, how perfect the life, the world is, and maybe even seeing how small your challenge is in um, perception of the, the grandiose, the hugeness of the world, right? And so how big is this problem that you're having or this challenge that you're having when you are in this world full of billions of people and everything's happening? Um, many of things are happening just by themselves, like the trees growing and animals and all these things. And so how big is, is this problem really in um, perception with everything else? So sometimes uh, our challenges are just a matter of perception. So that's a huge one. If you have pets, going to your pets, petting uh, an animal. Uh, if you have kids, maybe being around kids and seeing the innocence in kids and uh, seeing how the kids are just joyful and happy and exploring and everything else, it's a, it's a big one too. So doing more of the things that make you feel good and doing less of the things that do not make you feel good. Now, if you do have a coping mechanism that is not healthy, but it makes you feel good, for instance, smoking or drinking uh, or, you know, gossiping or anything else that at the moment makes you feel good, but it does not necessarily make you feel good at the end, uh, then how can you change those habits? And how can you perhaps, if the first thing that you do when you're having challenges is going out there and smoking, how can you give yourself a minute or two minutes of that uh, pattern interruption, of the, that calmness of mind, of that raising your vibration, of that 
uh, raising your, your intelligence, lowering your negative emotions, and ask yourself, do I really need to smoke right now? Can I wait two more minutes? Can I wait three more minutes? And little by little, you can start stretching the time between you and those uh, decisions that you make when you're having a challenging time. Do I really need to eat this cake right now? Do I really need to uh, have this cup of, of alcohol right now? Right. And so having that moment of raising your awareness, having that moment of thinking things through, having that moment of stopping and seeing what's really the healthiest way to cope, it's huge. And how, how do you give yourself those moments? By raising your awareness, by being more aware of what's going on, by being able to ask yourself what is going on at this moment and how can I make a better decision right now that I, that I did in the past. Right. And so that only happens when a challenge happens in your life, when something shows up in your life, being able to be aware enough to ask yourself these questions at the moment. What do you want? What do you want? And how do you get to that point? And many times reacting, many times um, doing, uh, having negative coping mechanisms is not the right way and it's not the best way. And so I want to leave you guys with that. Uh, I know there were a lot of techniques and things that I use uh, and that I share with you guys. Not everything's going to be for everyone. So, for example, if you're not a reader, maybe reading is not going to be the way of you coping. But uh, there is many other uh, techniques and tools and everything else that you can utilize that will um, be beneficial for you. So if you guys have any questions, please reach out, uh, send a comment or anything else. And I will be happy to uh, help you guys in any way I can. Thank you for connecting. Once again, my name is Fernanda. This is Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. And we will see you all next Wednesday back with Dr. Linda. Uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, 3 p.m. Eastern. The time did change about two weeks ago. So for anyone uh, out there, just make sure that you connect with us uh, at the right time. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day and make good, good choices. <laughs>